What's up, everybody? I am Daniel. I'm Cecily. And I'm Chris Rad. And today we are wasting our talent with... I'm uh, Aaron Toma, and I am owner of Earth Love CBD, formerly Gaia's Gift CBD. And uh, I have a CBD company trying to bring the goodness to the people. You're based out of Morgantown, correct? Uh, I am based out of Morgantown, but it's kind of a... it's it's uh, all over the place, really. Um, I have a friend that lives in Washington State. I'm going to start doing uh, high CBD genetic cannabis strains with. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have some friends who are in uh, various forms of cannabis industry all across the country who are trying to collaborate and, um, you know, help everyone figure everything out that oh. they're trying to do. Hell yeah. Can pe- you... Oh. Go ahead. That's a <laughs> I was tough with say, four of us. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, for the people out there who don't know what CBD stands for, can you just like, because I know some people, maybe just like talk about marijuana cannabis. Sure. Just um, for anyone listening who might not know what that is. So um, CBD is a compound found in cannabis plants, and um, it's usually found in more industrial hemp strains that really were never bred to be intoxicants. It's more industrial strains, strains growing in the wild that people may be cultivated for uh, intoxicating use or smoking blends, but realistically, it's mainly found in the industrial crops. Most uh, cannabis that people are smoking these days in the legal states has been bred specifically to produce high amounts of THC. But um, usually the THC and CBD content are inversely related. If there's more THC, there's usually less CBD, higher CBD, less THC. Mm-hmm. And um, it's uh, now that there is a legal cannabis market in numerous states in the country, uh, people have started to look into the other cannabinoids present. And CBD and THC are two of approximately 68 known cannabinoids, and there's evidence of over 100 being present in most cannabis plants. I did not know that. There are a lot of different compounds that we have no idea what they are, what they do, but thankfully now that the uh, red tape is being lifted on cannabis research, we hopefully can find out what they are and how they may help us. That's awesome. And how does uh, the CBD differ in terms of a medical option for the plant? Like what would it be used for in relation to a high THC uh, product of the plant? Well, um, so there's a lot of people who will say a lot of things about CBD and what it is good for. And the research uh, that I personally have seen, and there may be more out there that I haven't, I, I would not say I am a certified cannabis ex- expert. Uh, just uh, v- done a lot of personal research. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um, the di- main difference is, is that CBD doesn't have an intoxicating effect. Right. And um, so for people who have jobs where, you know, they can't be high, they can't be not thinking clearly, but... They enjoy cannabis, um, you know, when they're in college or younger and they felt that it gave them, um, you know, a way to take the load off, relax, 
um, you know, without hangovers or other ill effects. CBD has been, in many studies, shown to be a strong anti-anxiety-inducing compound. Um, and it is a strong anti-inflammatory. And so, really, you could look at it as almost like an antioxidant. Mm. It's just good for your body, kind of helps everything stay nice and calm. Um, uh, one of the other uh, things that has been backed up by research is that it helps prevent uh, seizures and tics. And a lot of that has to do with the nerve calming aspect of it. Um, kind of helps things quiet down in our nervous system. Mm. Um, but also a lot of research suggests the most effective way to get a medicinal benefit from CBD is to use it in conjunction with THC. Even if it's a low level. Oh, even if it they, is a low level. The, the chemicals kind of complement one another and make them both yes, more it's effective. A, it's a very synergistic effect. I see. Like yin and yang. They balance each other out. I see. And uh, a lot of legal states are having issues with tourists coming there saying, hell yeah, I want to smoke all this weed and get super fucking high. Mm -hmm. And then they can't handle it and start freaking out because those plants have almost zero CBD in them. Right. But, you know, years ago, most strains were not boosted. The THC wasn't boosted to a point where there was no CBD. So that little bit of CBD kind of helped your main calm, not think the cops are outside. <laughs> yeah. Maybe not influence you to eat the whole pizza. <laughs> that as well. Yeah. You, you have some nice. restraint. You, can, you have a little bit more clarity. Yes. Yes. Yeah, the uh, the the cannabis tourist the cannabis tourism industry huge in the U.S. right now, huge. I mean, people are going to places like Colorado and Oregon, and you know, I don't see the amount of tourism. And not that Oregon isn't a beautiful place because it is, and it has a lot oh, to yeah. offer. But a lot of people are going there because it is essentially the wild, wild west it, uh, of uh, cannabis right now. It, I went out last year with a okay. friend. And it's crazy. And you're right. They don't really tell these people what they're getting into when you go to one of these dispensaries. Oh, no. They expect you to have some idea. I mean, everyone understands, like, oh, I'm going in here and I'm buying some weed and it's going to get me high. Right. But uh, I was recently visiting my friend in Seattle mm -hmm. and um, the dispensaries there, just like every single one, had pure THC crystals available to purchase. And that's it. the way I would describe it is taking a tray full of brownies, condensing it into the size of a BB, and then you smoke it and you are completely mm. and utterly stoned. And wow. So it's like hard, too hard much. pass. Uh, that's, that's too much. Hard pass. That's too much. I would say if you had cancer or you yeah, legitimately yeah. need a serious medicinal relief mm. of For some pain. Oh, no. You, there was no leisure about it unless your idea of having fun is eating everything in your house and miserably lying on your couch for eight <laughs> hours until you can stand up again. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know a lot of people that use it around here for medical purposes, people I know who have nerve damage or bad anxiety, um, and it helps. And I've seen videos of people, you know, with seizures or, you know, Parkinson's and things like that where it, helps it, are and you talking about medical or more cbd both okay um the anxiety people i know with anxiety with the cbd it helps them you know people with like the nerve damage that i know smoke just 
marijuana and it helps with the nerves. I know people who have been on opioids that don't help, but they can take a hit and not even a lot. They don't even smoke to get high. They smoke because it helps the pain. Mm. And that's the, that's natural. I, that's just my thoughts yep. on it. I think it should be legal. That's just me. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I second that. So as far as as far as, so how recently was CBD legalized in West Virginia? Because I know it's starting to like you can start. I've been to a couple gas stations around where you can actually buy like CBD products and things like that. Um, how long ago did that? Um, realistically, I believe hemp farming was made legal in West Virginia in 2017, mm-hmm. and I'm not. certain on the date the bill passed. Um, I've read the West Virginia hemp farming bill uh, at one point. It's a lot of legal jargon, but um, it's been legal for about a little over a year. A little over a year, okay. Or maybe two years, a little over two years. And there was a big issue because a lot of people were starting to farm hemp um, through various state programs and then the federal government decided, well, the DEA actually decided mm-hmm. to come out and say, hey, this is still from weed. We consider this a class one uh, substance with no medical value at all. Mm-hmm. And we, we want officers to enforce this law. But at the same time, the evidence really suggests that CBD itself is one of the safest compounds for human consumption in existence, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. even more so than THC, because some people can have a bad psychological reaction to THC and Mm -hmm. freak out and, you know, jump. I wouldn't say jump out a window, but (laughs) I, you know. We're not talking salvia here. Yeah, exactly. It is not salvia. That is 110% certain. But um, that was a really big issue with the CBD is that all these people were like, oh, um, you know, I don't want to get high, but I want some of these medicinal benefits. And um, what really pushed the issue was a lot of parents who had children with severe epilepsy having like hundreds of seizures a day literally were in almost a vegetative state. Mm -hmm. And um, there's actually a company called Charlotte's Web, and uh, they're based out of Colorado. But two guys from that company um, went to Israel. um, And a lot of people don't know this, but Israel is actually one of the biggest cannabis researching countries in the world. Hmm. Um, In the Torah, the Jewish holy book, there's actually recipes for cannabis salves and cannabis tinctures. It is like part of their religion. Yeah, Hmm. I didn't know that either. It's pretty (laughs) wild. Um, But Israel has a putting a ton of money into cannabis research. And uh, so these guys went and they found some very high CBD strains um, because most industrial hemp has between maybe one to 3% CBD but they were able to find some that were upwards of 10, 12, 18%. And so they brought it back to the United States and they're in Colorado, which um, I think at the time when they started their company, it had not been made, uh, recreational was not legal, but they did have a medical program. And um, they bred this strain from those genetics they got and they named it Charlotte's Web, uh, same name as their company, Mm -hmm. after a little girl, Charlotte, who they basically said, this girl's going to be our poster child. Like, we're going to help this girl. We're going to show the world that CBD is medicine and it needs to be available. Uh, This girl went, uh, I don't want to misquote here. That's been a a while since I have 
spread the specifics of this story, but she was on numerous, numerous medications, like I said, having hundreds of seizures a day. And with the cannabis treatment that they developed for her, she is now suffering maybe one to two seizures uh, a year, has oh, wow. a very happy, healthy, productive life. Um, Cutting out I, all the prescribed medication that she was on before. I'm pretty sure she cut out almost every <clears throat> single one. She may be taking one or two. Like I said, I'd have to. But mostly I mean, eradicated all that. Yes. I mean, and this story is very widely publicized mm-hmm. on the Internet. If anyone wishes to fact check mm-hmm. me. I've heard Feel of free. it, but I didn't. I like. I, I've I've heard of it. I don't know if somebody told me about it, but I've definitely heard of the Charlotte's Web. I've definitely heard strain. of it too. Yeah, yeah. and mm-hmm. I would say that they are by far the best CBD company out there. Um, their products are very expensive, but they also did a lot. They took a lot of co- incurred a lot of cost to make mm-hmm. that happen. Yeah, and you're buying it of the highest quality. I would I would say it's up there. I would say yeah, they're yeah. probably the highest quality in the United States. Yeah. Isn't there also like a strain of like psychoactive like THC like marijuana that you can like that's called Charlotte's Web, right? Or maybe not. I thought I heard um, that before. I believe the strain is a high CBD, maybe very low THC. Oh, okay. Um but I believe the Charlotte's Web strain is non-psychoactive uh, more okay. or less. I thought but I there is a strain called that. Okay. Yeah. Um, and now these days, um, that's what me and my friend in Washington are trying to do. There are strains that have less than 0.3% THC. And so they are technically federally legal. Thanks to the 2018 farm bill finally passing that descheduled CBD. Mm -hmm. Um, so now after the DEA said, no, this compound is terrible. It's just like weed, which also isn't terrible, but for some reason, they say that um, the federal government decided that no, it's not, and is this kind of blows my mind. Uh, not sure how into politics you guys are, but Mitch McConnell, uh, the senator from Kentucky, piece of shit. I agree, total piece of shit in every aspect, other than this. And it's weird that he was the guy who did this, but he was the number one person or like number one supporter of hemp legalization. And I cannot figure out why, but he used his power as, uh, you know, Senate chair to push that bill through. And yeah, yeah, it's got to be monetary. Or he's it, just a closet pothead. He's just like, took, I, <laughs> it's hard to tell. I mean, if I was him, I would probably have to smoke some pot. To, if I was in <laughs> politics, I would yeah. have to. And I don't even like smoking. <laughs> like, I would have to. But um, Sorry. Kentucky has a very strong hemp industry, and I do assume... There's some very big pockets there. It was good for the states. Yeah. Yeah. Good Mm -hmm. for the state's economy. Yeah. Um, But now that that's happened, there's an even grayer area now of, you know, like you said, you're seeing CBD at gas stations. Mm -hmm. And just being, if anyone, you know, with any amount of um, critical thinking ability thinks about it, how good can that CBD you're buying at a gas station? I would be? never. No. I would never. I would recommend you never buy gas it's like station CBD or a at a gas station. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Or like a smokers friendly like tobacco outlet kind of place. Mm-hmm. You may get some better stuff because they're catering to the cannabis world now. It's not so much a place you would buy cigarettes anymore. It's kind of like fifty fifty. Yeah. Anymore. And- uh, with the vapes and everything like that, but I just, I still don't trust it. It just seems real. It's like, how long has this been here? Like, how long mm. is it? Is that's is that's very good point. And, like, and I don't know. It just creeps me out. 
the people running the store probably couldn't answer. They don't know. They clearly don't know anything about it. They just get it in and then they are like, oh, hey, uh, this has this stuff in it, we think. And uh, we're going to sell it to you. <laughs> They're gummies. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Worst case scenario, you have some gummies, man. <laughs> oh my gosh. Some expensive gummies. So, getting into the business, like in West Virginia, with it, you know, with obviously, you know, medical marijuana isn't legal. Uh, it's supposed to be, but. It's supposed to be. I saw like the, the bill <laughs> on it and all that. Um, yeah. So. I don't know this because someone told me the other day that uh, they had done something with the medical bill, but for the longest time, it kept coming up in the committee where they picked the bills to bring bring to the floor, mm-hmm. and it would not pass the committee. They kept voting it down. But uh, supposedly it kicks in uh, the 1st of July of this year, but there's no framework mm-hmm. in place to implement it. And I hope that they do get it sorted out, but as far as I know, they haven't. They need to. I mean, it's personal opinion, but <laughs> how like, getting into that kind of business, like in West Virginia, for you, how, like, what were like the steps that you had to take to do that for? Because, you know, like you said, you know, the, the THC content's low, so it's technically legal, but I'm sure there were still like, you know, things you had to go through to actually be able to well, start uh, a business like that here. To start my uh, business, it was really me just saying, I really don't give a shit. I'm going to do this. <laughs> and if uh, someone wants to stop me, I guess I'll find out. And uh, my sister is a lawyer. Uh, she uh, studied criminal law. So I kind of ran some things by her. And she basically told me what I already figured that I'm not really doing at the time. That was uh, before the 2018 farm bill passed. I started. Uh, in May of 2018, and the farm bill didn't pass until I think sometime in November or December of this past year. And I mean, there was companies in California and Washington and Oregon and even, you know, some on the East Coast, a lot in Florida, that were basically just buying CBD, mailing it everywhere, and no one really said anything to them and but the, those companies were fairly large operations who had legal teams that were prepared to deal with that mm-hmm. and the way I really got into it is that I was working at a head shop in Morgantown and uh, had a ton of customers asking for it asking for it and uh, the owner of the shop wasn't really interested but um, my dad uh, had been diagnosed with Parkinson's disease and I'd read all this stuff about how CBD helps with Parkinson's disease. And I really started out looking for CBD to give him. And uh, there was a couple companies that I ordered some stuff from online, tried it, gave it to him. I didn't think it really did anything. He said it didn't really do anything. And then by chance, I was hanging out with some folks that I'm friends with. And um, they informed me that a mutual friend of ours was actually running one of the largest labs, CBD production labs in the country out in Colorado. So I got a hold of him and uh, he basically was uh, in a tight financial situation and decided that, you know, he didn't care to send me some CBD because realistically at that point, that was not probably legal, Mm -hmm. but at the (laughs) same time, it wasn't really illegal. Mm -hmm. 
<clears throat> I mean, uh, people mail all kinds of stuff through the, uh, that it's illegal through the shipping companies and postal service every day. So realistically, for any law enforcement to stop one tiny package of CBD would just be kind of ridiculous. Yeah. That would be a waste of resources. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. it's not even getting anyone high. So, mm. But uh, he started sending me some stuff. I tried it. And the thing for me is that it's really hard for me to describe to people what I feel like CBD does because for me, it almost makes me feel incredibly sober and clear headed. It does. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's like an Adderall without the cracked out feeling (laughs) in terms of like being able to focus, Mm -hmm. but there's like a real, it's rather than being tweaked, it's more of like a relaxed focus. Yeah, like so your your body feels a little bit more loosey goosey. Yeah, you just feel calm. Like, all yeah. right, you know, this is kind of a stressful situation, but uh, I got it. No, no worries. Chilled out with, with yeah. not being fucked up. Yeah, right. which is a, a weird thing to say because uh, I know a lot of people who are cannabis enthusiasts that enjoy being fucked up from it. So they're just like, why would you do this? Like, no one's gonna really want this. Like, everyone just wants to get high. And I was like, well. There's a lot of people who actually don't like getting high, believe yeah. it or not. Um, yeah. and I, I personally <laughs> used a lot of cannabis when I was younger, but the older I get, I started suffering a lot of anxiety mm. every time I would smoke. That, and it got to the point where I was like, I can't even enjoy this anymore. That's why I stopped like years ago because the anxiety, like the, the stress that it caused me, I just couldn't do it. Yeah, I, I mean, like it. it's not fun if, you, if you're ingesting something that just stresses you out. Mm. That's why would, why would you want to do that? Mm-hmm. But um, the CBD products, uh, I would say, are more marketed to people who cannot be high, cannot fail a drug test. Older people who, you know, the regular THC-containing stuff is too much for them. Mm-hmm. And um, that's just kind of what I thought when I started. is like, you know what, there is a market for this. There are people who would enjoy it. And at the time there was very few options around in West Virginia. So I figured this is a great time to start. That's awesome. I take CBD just to be, I don't know. Yeah. I also, I also take CBD. (laughs) I I mean, personally, I would say not regularly, but I, I seek it out when I'm like same reason why you would take some aspirin if you I have a lot of sport injury history. Oh yeah. You know. It's great for inflammation and right in my in my neck and my shoulder run down my side. Sometimes it gets real tight, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know they're sleeping on it wrong or maybe overdoing it physically that week, but it works for me. And it also <laughs> helps my anxiety when I'm feeling a little a little edgy before I go bartend and I need to mellow out, but you have to stay sharp. Yeah. In that line of work, so it's it works for me. And my brother, he was in a really bad car accident some years ago where he broke his back. He broke both of his legs. Oh, wow. Like he was thrown uh, from a vehicle and he fell 80 feet oh my God. like to the ground. Well, I'm, I'm glad that he survived that. He's very lucky. Yes. Yeah, he's very lucky. And um, because he incurred all those injuries, he, of course, got because they just pump you full of opioids. Oh, to yeah. Help with the pain. And then they just cut you off. And of course, he got involved you know, with the pills in a, you know, non-legitimate kind of way. Um, Him finding CBD, he's completely changed all that. Wow. That's like Because you could tell that he was, he didn't use because he 
he just was in so much pain all the time. And it was just, you know, that physical dependence on the opioids. It really kind of fucked him up there for a yeah. little while. And he was just looking for any alternative. So after some research, he tried some CBD, man. And he's, I mean, he still has his days, but it's yeah. it's huge factor for him. Well, so it works. That's Bruce great. Any Anytime anyone can stop using opioids, that that mm-hmm. is great, no matter how they do it. In this state in particular, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. where it's the apocalypse in terms of opioid abuse, Turning everyone into zombies and it just leads to other things. Well, they can't find it, right? You know? Yeah, that's how heroin. I mean, heroin abuse starts. Mm-hmm. It basically comes down to money. Like OxyContin is very expensive. Heroin is not. It's yes, pretty simple choice. Mm-hmm. I am uh, unfortunate. Well, my hometown. I'm from the eastern part of the state, a place called Moorfield, and it is. Uh, been fairly well ravaged by the opioid crisis like mm. at this point when i hear about someone from home overdosing and dying i'm just like oh well Expected. i'm not surprised that sucks i really wish they could have found something else but i i know what it's like there and <clears throat> right. I, it's which is crazy for a small tiny little town yeah there's way more drugs than there should be <laughs> thanks fda Oh, <laughs> how yeah. are the wholesaler companies like Cardinal Health able to ship all these opioids to such small populations of people? Do you need to see that sixty? Oh, I did sixty minutes. I mean, we had doctors in our from town. a mathematical standpoint, it makes no sense. Two doctors were arrested by the DEA in my hometown. There used to be a line around the clinic, like down the street, which is crazy because we have only like two thousand people in the town, and I would say probably two hundred of them would be at this doctor's office. Wow, just ten percent of the town. Oh, yeah. lined up. And then they would sell it to probably another 40, 50% of the town. Didn't that happen recently in Bridgeport too, where it was either a doctor and then um, I think some police were involved with it too in the dis- distribution of pills um, around in Bridgeport. I, th- I think, don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure. I would not like, be within, surprised the, within the past couple of years, I think something like that. I saw something like that. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, it, it to me, the, main reason I think this is my personal opinion that it's not legal everywhere is because, um, it was the mayor. Um, yeah. Oh, wow. Even better. That's even better. Yeah. Um, what a great representative, but we elected him. It's like, like, like Chris said, like big pharma, like, you know, you, how are you? It's a huge threat to big pharma. Yeah. It's a huge threat. It has so many medical, you know, upsides to it that it's going to cause them to lose money because they can't throw these, bottle of pills it's going to cost you out the ass in your face and be like you have to take these or you're going to be in pain yeah that is the beauty of cannabis is it's literally a plant you put it in the ground Mm -hmm. you take care of it and you know eight 12 weeks later you have something that you can i mean even smoking cannabis has been shown to be fairly harmless i mean the smoking anything is bad Mm -hmm. but if you have a vaporizer there's pretty much zero negative effects or there's like zero effects on your lungs. Like, mm-hmm. um, you know, smoking blunts every day, that's probably not great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But okay. compared to just tobacco smokers, cannabis mm. smokers usually have higher lung capacity, mm. lower rates of lung cancer. It's, it's just, uh, I think the real difference is, is that like painkillers, uh, they like fuck you up and you kind of 
forget about your pain because you're so fucked up. Where cannabis kind of, I feel like, just literally makes you forget about the pain. Mm -hmm. You just feel mentally better, mm -hmm. but you're not that kind of like doped up where you're yeah. just out of it. Mm -hmm. And it's not hurting your other organs. I mean, if you're vaping, oh, like yeah. doing that. I mean, if you're smoking, like it's at least not hurting as much as like pills that the, eat your liver. Yeah, and the Tylenol in a digestive that. system. Mm. Oh, yeah. Um, I know people who've had to have Lying liver transplants from taking so many pills. The mm. Tylenol yeah. destroyed their liver. I still, I'm still not 100% sold that the vaping like vaporizers aren't or are 0% harmful because you're putting something into your body that's essentially like, a, you know, it's vapor. It's liquid. You're putting that into your lungs. Whenever I stopped vaping, my lungs, and I started smoking again, my lungs actually felt better. They didn't feel as tight because, and I wasn't, I honestly, like I wasn't hacking up shit as much. I feel like, like it sits heavy felt, with the vape. I feel it, like it, it kind of like gets a little gunky. Mm -hmm. And it also depends on like what you're vaping, yes. you know. Well, like I was yeah, vaping yeah. like you know cinnamon, which is like oh, that I had to have a glass thing. tank because it would eat away at the fucking yeah. the plastic tank. So you were vaping that, cinnamon, yeah, it was just like, cinnamon, the just flavoring. Cinnamon. Just, oh, not I wasn't like going and getting like cinnamon concentrate and vaping that. No, it was <laughs> it was like a like a fireball, like a candy. Like that kind of cinnamon. It was a flavor, though. A right? flavor, yeah. yeah. A lot of um, those flavors have been shown, like anything containing diacetyl, that mm -hmm. is something that really is bad for your lungs. Is that the popcorn lung? That is the popcorn yeah. lung, yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That is a compound that is very prolific in vape juices. Mm -hmm. Not also, meant to be consumed a, that way because it's, it's an edible yeah, chemical. Yeah, eating it probably isn't great for you to begin with, but it's going to be way less harmful than inhaling it. Mm -hmm. right. And most of these e-juice companies are mixing these chemical flavors that have never been tested for inhalation. They were tested for eating it, consumption. Mm. Um, but that's another thing. Like there are, um, speaking of vapes, like one of the products I make is CBD vape cartridges. And the way I make them, I don't use any, I'll, all, everything I use that goes into those cartridges is 100% natural. Mm. Um, the flavorings are all natural plant terpenes. Um, the CBD is CO2 supercritical extracted and the liquefier that I use is an very refined, um, oil that is basically, uh, I asked a biochemist about this cause a lot of people online, um, say that, you know, vaping, like, uh, there are some people who are making vapes with coconut oil. Definitely should not vape that coconut does not oil. sound... Good. No, no. But it's too too much viscosity. It's too thick. Yes, and uh, <laughs> so when you're inhaling oil, you can get something very similar to popcorn lung. But it's uh, uh, I think the scientific terms like lipopsis. Basically, the oil clogs your lungs. Mm -hmm. Your lungs don't really have much in the way of mechanisms to clean themselves. They have some little hairs that kind of push normal things out. But when it comes to being coated, that's why smoking tobacco all the tar kind of paralyzes that mm -hmm. but um <clears throat> so if you're going to be vaping anything oil based you have to make sure it's below it has less than 14 carbon atoms in it because anything that has less carbon than that is a small enough molecule it can pass through your lungs into your blood barrier and just absorb into your system completely and that is what I use as a liquefier is carboxylic acid, which is basically a really 
small chain fatty acid that dissolves um, CBD and can be absorbed safely into the lungs. Hmm. Damn. Yeah. Okay. Science. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot to it. Uh, <laughs> CBD is really not soluble in anything slightly water-based. I was trying to do like the e-juices mm-hmm. and then I realized that it just would never work. Does and, it like separate out? Yep. It yeah. separates out. Like it's, oil and vinegar. <clears throat> yep. Hmm. That's didn't realize there was so much like science. Like, I mean, obviously you got to do scientific research, but man, it's like, you know, you're getting like biochemists and things like that. Yeah. That's, uh, I'm fortunate <laughs> that, uh, a kid that I used to babysit when I lived in Moorfield, he just graduated from WVU, double majored in biology and chemistry. Wow. And he actually is trying to go into cannabis research. I'm hoping I can give him a job someday soon, but <laughs> yeah. trying to get things going a little bit further before uh, start hiring the biochemist. Yeah. But it's I will a big consult- salary, big yeah. salary. It is a very big salary, but I like being able to consult with them because oh, then huge. I feel much better about what I'm doing. And it legitimizes your operation. I mean, just in the event that anyone has any questions, you're so involved in the research elements of what's going on that you can put any uh, speculation or hesitation about the business or what it does to rest Mm -hmm. fairly uh, quickly. Personally, I feel that uh, you should never sell anything that you wouldn't use yourself. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I test all of my products for a long time before I even put them out in the market because I don't want there to be some ridiculous side effect or some health concern that Mm -hmm. I was unaware of. Uh, I mean, I definitely do make money from my products, but my real goal is just to like put something out there that's not complete shit and just (laughs) make it affordable Mm -hmm. because that's another huge issue with CBD products is very expensive. They are incredibly expensive. That's what my brother found out. It's like sometimes mm-hmm. he just doesn't have it in the budget to be able to I would say you know, get it. 80% of people who are taking it probably don't have it in the budget. Yeah. Um uh one of the uh, one of the deciding factors of why I started my company is there was another CBD company that started in West Virginia. I think they're from Cross Lanes called Appalachian Cannabis and uh, they opened a little store in Morgantown where I'm at and I had start getting some various products from my friend in Colorado and just, you know, trying them out, seeing like what the cost would be. Like if I ordered in bulk, would it be cost effective to do it? And so I stopped in their store and was talking to them and they were selling a thousand milligram tincture, which is basically one gram of CBD, a little bottle of drops and you drop it in your mouth. They were selling that for $150. <sighs> And that is maybe a two to three week supply. Right. And I currently have stores carrying a probably better quality tincture for sixty dollars. Thousand milligrams. Nice. It is crazy. And like I I make money from that and the stores carrying it make money from that. So I don't know if they're just terrible at managing money. It's probably like the the opposite of what's happening out west, there isn't a lot of competition, mm-hmm. so you can charge so what you, you charge, want. Yeah. Yeah. Or out there, everyone's trying to undercut anybody, well, and they're giving it away. That at, you know, some of these places. That is true. A crazy thing about out west, though, is that there isn't a lot of CBD products available. Well, that's that true because con- they're looking to fuck yeah. you up. That's all it is out there. But there's starting <laughs> to be a market for CBD. A right. lot of these growers in Oregon who have been growing. 
uh, medical cannabis and they're, they're having problems selling selling it at all. Like uh, you go out there and you'll see people on the side of the road like two hundred dollar pounds. Like you know, it's it's really insane. Uh, dispensaries <laughs> are selling ounces for like fifty dollars of stuff that most people would consider incredible. Right. And it's just becoming so saturated, the market's almost collapsing. Right, right. But all of these growers have now realized that the CBD market is exploding in all 50 states. So they can grow high CBD cannabis and then sell that legally in all 50 states. Mm. And that's why me and my friend are starting this genetics company because it's he has access to genetics out there that... Um, there are a few strains that people are starting to grow, uh, and um, they're like 18% CBD, 0.3% THC. And those strains are, you know, that's not industrial hemp. They look nice, they smell nice, have nice bud structure, very marketable. And also, as of now, unless something changes, they're legal in all 50 states. Mm. Um I was kind of shocked by this, but uh, Coleridge, a uh, head shop in Morgantown that carries my products, I walked in there one day and they're sitting there with a bag, giant bag of what I thought was weed, like uh. medical marijuana. <laughs> wow. And it stank and I, it looked incredible. And I just said to them, what, what's going on here? Like, <laughs> yeah. This is... Are you guys like crazy? Like, why do you have a bag full of weed in a head shop? That's insane. They're like, oh, no, no, it's CBD, bud. Yeah. And I checked it out. They had lab reports. It had been spectrograph analyzed, analyzed. And like they had all the lab reports and every <laughs> bag had a little like, copy of that lab report. And wow. they said that they have had no issues. Law enforcement knows what it is. And so. what's the percentage on uh, something like that? I think the stuff they had was like 0.3% THC and like 12% CBD. Okay. Nice. So what's the, like, what what percentage takes it over that, that legal limit, like, of THC? Right now, federally, the legal limit is 0.03% THC. 0.03%. Federally, if it's under that, it's considered a hemp product and okay. it's legal. And West Virginia's hemp laws allow for you to have up to 3% THC. Okay. Um, I do not have a farm, and I do not intend to do that in the very near future. So I do not have any CBD crops myself. Mm -hmm. um, in the future, I'm hoping to get into that. But for now, uh, I'm just ordering... A, I actually should say this, but like the CBD products that I... I make have 0%. There's no THC no at THC. all in them. Uh, the lab I get it from makes a special zero THC CBD um, extract for people who are like in the military, doctors. Federal you know. jobs. Yes, yes, mm. where you cannot fail at all. So uh, where Sorry. would um, some local West Virginia peeps be able to acquire some of your products, Aaron? So right now, um, Mountain People's Co-op in Morgantown uh, carries my tinctures and my salves and uh, my CBD isolate, which is just like the pure CBD extract. You can take that and you can add it to your own oil blends. You can make salad dressing with it. You can uh, nice. smoke it out of a vaporizer pen. Or Are they just know. like the little crystal things? It's like... Um, it's like 
distillate. So it's kind of, it looks like hash oil, except for there is no THC in it. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, Mountain Peoples carries that. I'm going to try to expand into gummies and some edibles and things there as well. And then uh, Cool Ridge is kind of around the corner. They're a head shop. Uh, they sell my tinctures and my isolates and the vape cartridge that I make. Mm-hmm. And uh, TK's, the uh, boba place, I think they add it to their smoothies. Mm. I'm oh, not wow. sure. Mm. Uh, they are a very new business that has uh, asked to ex- ex- expand uh, into CBD. And uh, so... Seeing if that works out, maybe it won't. It's kind of cool, like that taking your awesome. taking your your drinks and being like, you have a CBD option, like if you want. Yeah, you, know. yeah. you want a little CBD yeah. CBD shot yeah. in it for an extra yeah. two bucks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, uh, uh, Phoenix Bakery in South Park they carry my tinctures and salves. Excellent. Um, but uh, I'm about to launch a website. I uh, I don't think I've gotten into this, but I had named my company Gaia's Gift. Mm-hmm. Apparently that name, Gaia, <coughs> which, uh, you know, is a mythological deity, mm-hmm. is trademarked by a herbal company in North Carolina. And they politely <coughs> told me to change my name or they would sue me. <laughs> and after cons- Well, at least they give you the opportunity to change it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, I mean, as far as those things go, I think it was pretty reasonable what, what they said. They were just like, hey, we have this trademark. We see you tried to trademark it. You can't do that. Please change it. And after consulting with some lawyers, they said, you should definitely change it. <laughs> yeah. So now I'm going through and like making new labels and kind of updating some things, uh, adding some stuff that I kind of left out when I first started. So it's actually good. I'm getting to revamp things and kind of like do everything over uh, and I think uh, make it a little better. A little rebranding. Yeah. You learn from the initial startup and now you can do it more official the second time around. Exactly. And... Um, as soon as that's completed, I'm going to be launching a website, uh, be www.earthlovecbd.com, where you can find all kinds of fun facts about CBD and um, have all the different products there for sale. And, uh, you know, lab reports will be on there and just all the stuff, you know, people like to see. Right. Right. Backing your products by some real research and science. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just I to mean, alleviate any concerns once again. Yeah. Because, I mean, when I first started out, it was very hard. I was just going to these stores and, I mean, I was just some guy who was like, hey, uh, I think you guys would really like some CBD products. Your customers, you know, seem like the types of people who would want that. And they were just like, okay, well, who are you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And get out of our store, sir. Well, it wasn't exactly like that, but you know, people people want to be able to trust what they're buying, mm-hmm. especially something expensive like CBD. Mm-hmm. And you know, a lot of people are taking it. Like uh, most people who take my products, say it helps them with anxiety and sleeping. And then you know, there are some people who have some really fantastical stories that if. The products really did what they said. That's amazing, but I don't want to get sued for claiming any medical benefits. So I just say, try it out, see what you think. Right. <laughs> I've got problems with anxiety and sleeping. Like that'd be. I might need to look. You into need to. You need to pop it, that'd man. Be yeah. dope. To try it. Yeah. Well, maybe I can <laughs> provide a wasted local talent with some samples. Oh, Ooh. listen. I was gonna say, if you ever need like any kind of lab rat. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> 
you could feed me. You could feed me some stuff. Chris, you, you did pig, say that Robbie. it's like, you know, below 0% THC. No, but I'm into the CBD. Too. <laughs> I know. I'm just I'm, I'm into the CBD. <laughs> well, I'm just you, saying, like, you can, if you got anything cannabis related, you need someone to try it out, <laughs> I'm your guy. Cool. Well, I'll keep that in mind, Chris. <laughs> also, uh, you know, um, I feel like uh, that's also good marketing. You know, you let people try stuff if they enjoy it then you have a new customer. Mm-hmm. If yep. they don't like it, they don't feel bad. They're just like, I tried it, didn't like it. And then they're like, fuck this motherfucker. He just ripped me off. <laughs> yeah, like, right. that shit's bullshit. Because mm-hmm. I felt that way about some things that I've tried. Some of the CBD companies that I've tried. But, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm trying to be as transparent and open about it as I can. Because as no. you said, it is expensive. It's oh, a, yeah. It's a tough gamble. You're, I mean, you're gambling on it when you're investing that kind of money. Well, thankfully, I'd say my products are a little bit less of a... Tough gamble price well, just wise, not your but, but CBD in general, in general. Yes, right. in general. So do most like because I I haven't really looked at anything, but like do most of because you you provide all like the lab reports with yours too. Like like you said, you're going to be posting it on your website, oh, yeah. and things like that. Do most websites do that? Um, basically, that is where you draw the distinction between a legitimate CBD company and, and someone's someone trying to capitalize. That is on really good. Thinking yeah. like you know, for people out there who might be wanting to order it. You yeah, know, I mean, before like, your website goes up. Yeah, anyway, there's but, there's know. companies that you know, like I would say, are definitely solid, <clears throat> reputable companies. You're getting good product, but you should just always make sure there's lab reports. Yeah, mm-hmm. because that's a third party testing the product and saying it has what they say they have. Yeah. it has in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like the difference is like okay, there are people who want to educate you first before buying it if they're super passionate. Yeah, in my experience, and then there are people who just like. Here you go, like it's CBD, like yeah. it'll help you, like just take it. Just take it, yeah, just yeah. take it. Just yeah. give me a hundred bucks and take it, I exactly. promise it'll like, be great. It'll mm-hmm. be a quick interaction or it'll be someone who's like, I'm going to talk your ear off about this thing because I fucking love this plant. And yeah, that's just what I've experienced. And that that's pretty much the two sides of it is that there are people looking to make a quick buck and to get money off people, but there are some really passionate people who care mm-hmm. about it and mm-hmm. really yeah. want to bring it to as many people that need it. Right. Yeah. And I like to think I am one of the latter. I really have the the realist realistically the feedback that I've gotten from everything that I've done is why I've continued to do it. Right. Because I started out doing this thinking like, well, if anyone buys this, I'll be lucky. And mm-hmm. a year later, here I am talking to you guys getting ready to launch a website. Right, multiple businesses carrying your product. For over a year, I asked them all the time, anyone have any complaints, anyone not happy? I said, no, people love it. What is, um, I don't know, we didn't really get to go in this, but do do you give your father all of your CBD? Does he continuously use that? Um, So that's kind of a funny story. My dad's a very, like, difficult person, kind of. Yeah, because I've been trying to push CBD on my dad because he has yeah. a lot of health issues that I believe that the inflammation in his body due to all of, you know, he's so physically fucked up, um, you know, really decreases his appreciation of the day-to-day. Yeah. And I just try to be like, you know, just try it. If you don't like it, okay, but yeah. it's not like it's going to ruin your day. It's a, It'll help you or you'll be exactly where you are anyway. Mm-hmm. So you should try it. But his stubbornness... And he kind of comes from that reefer madness generation. Yes. Where he thinks that. <laughs> That's my dad. Our dads are the same. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I can relate. With him, though, um, it's more of a. Uh, 
with his Parkinson's, he doesn't really have a lot of tremors yet, but he has a lot of like issues with his dexterity and um, like ability to his like fine motor movements. He doesn't have a lot of that on his mm-hmm. right side. And um, he was, he's been taking all this medication and he's not really getting any worse, but uh, luckily it was caught before it got really far into it. But um, he was having a lot of trouble sleeping. And uh, my dad like grew up in the 60s. Uh, um, his older brother was like very into, you know, the hippie flower power stuff probably dropped way too much acid. <laughs> and so my dad is like very, Anti-drug. very sober yeah. person. Mm-hmm. I've seen him. I've actually don't think I've ever seen him even drink one glass of alcohol my entire life. Oh, wow. Not even yeah. sip on a beer at a cookout. <clears throat> Not <Nothing>. even <laughs> sip a beer. That wow. kind of sober. Wow. But um, my mom is very similar, but in her old age, I think she's getting kind of a... Uh, Fuck it. Just yeah, you know, <laughs> she's just like... She told him, she's like, I'm getting this and you're going to try it and I'm going to force you to do it. And he's like, all right, whatever. So he started taking it. And he told me, he's like, you know, I don't really think it does a lot, but I sleep eight hours a night now. So hmm. if that's all it's doing, I'll keep taking it. And Without the, being a habit-forming yeah. sleep yeah. aid. And uh, he said, you know, well, when you sleep four to five hours a night and you're, uh, you know, 62 years old, that doesn't really it's not help. not go over No, yet. he was having <clears throat> a lot of issues from that, just not being able to sleep. But now he said that... Uh, he takes it almost every day, and he said that he sleeps a good seven, eight hours a night and feels well-rested, and so he's continuing to take it. And honestly, to me, that was my biggest indicator that I was doing something right because, like I said, he does not, he just is not interested in changing his consciousness. No. <laughs> yeah, no. But honestly, I feel like medical marijuana would be a good thing for him at some point if he was interested. Mm-hmm. Um, both my parents worked for the post office like their entire life, so they're very like by the book, government, <laughs> follow the rules type people. So right, uh, I think that's. I think if uh, cannabis was legal here, the medical cannabis, I think they would do it. Isn't that a shame that just this legal red tape is going to make the choice for some people or not? Especially someone who doesn't have to take a drug test for a job or yeah, there's really tired. No, there's really no. Uh, consequences from indulging in it they should just maybe give it a go especially you know for my old man because he has a little medical marijuana he's taking the cbd he can cut out a lot of these prescriptions oh, yeah. that he's basically re- leaning on to live and uh yeah it's just crazy i feel like if the legal mumbo jumbo were to work its way out he would then be like oh it, okay i'll i will well completely uh, ignoring all the science and testimonials it's like hey this could help you Fuck it, you're retired. Like, there's no one gonna shake you down for your. I, th- I think CBD the issue is, is that 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 people just fear. Like, am I gonna be the one person that something bad happens to because I'm caught with a plant? Right. A plant that literally has been part of helps human history. You. Yeah. That helps you. I mean, there's they find people frozen in mm-hmm. ice with like cannabis seeds and a little pouch around their neck. Like, people valued that plant. Um, emperors in China <laughs> were found buried with high potency THC cannabis, like jars of it. Like obviously they're trying to take that on to the afterlife. They you know I ain't leaving without some of this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, Wasn't it like 
I thought it was like mandatory mm. when the United States had just become a country like that to, people grow hemp. Yeah, yeah. that mm-hmm. farmers had to grow. George Washington very he uh, wrote in his journal about enjoying uh, some hemp every now and again. So basically, uh, it's American as fuck. It is American as fuck. I mean, <laughs> the original. I think the original flag was sewn with hemp fiber. Yeah, um, it's a beautiful thing. And the the really crazy thing is, is that cannabis was legal until 1937 when the whole reefer madness thing started because mm-hmm. some people didn't like, you know, Hispanics. They're like, oh, these Mexicans. How can we target them? Oh, they smoke this plant. No white people do that, so we'll just make that illegal. And also, though, at the time. Um, hemp production was a huge threat to the paper industry mm. and still is apparently well it should I mean it just makes sense why grow trees that take four to six years to mature and then clear cut this section of forest and use all these chemicals to process them and then turn it into <clears throat> toilet paper and you know printing paper when you could grow a crop that grows literally almost anywhere and you can get two harvests a year and with minimal Plus processing uses yeah, not only can you make mm-hmm. paper, you can make clothing, you can make food from the hemp seeds. The hemp oil is actually incredibly good for your skin and like beauty and cosmetic products. Um, you can make concrete out of it that is extremely sturdy and is resistant to water damage. And if you're really going with it, you can make ethanol, make fuel. So you could theoretically almost power your entire life off this one plant. Mm. Which is crazy. It is crazy. Henry Ford built a car completely out of hemp, compressed hemp, like epoxied hemp fiber, and then. So what they did in Up in Smoke is is not. Uh, oh man, you can. It's a possibility. Yeah, you can make some very strong building materials out of hemp. Wow. Mm-hmm. It, hempcrete. It, yeah, hempcrete. I mean, that's becoming a huge <clears throat> thing. Yeah. We're just falling very far behind because of some stigmas that aren't even really based in reality big companies like you know you you have one product that can do all this but so that limits the amount of money to be made for all these big companies take our germs so they make it sorry i'm gonna you know (laughs) but they they make it illegal so you can't make fuel out of it you have to get your fuel from xyz you know you you're you can't make paper out of this because it's illegal so you're gonna have to buy your paper here we're gonna have to do this and like i remember down around where i live whenever it was all fucking trees everything was great now half the goddamn hills are clear cut. Mm. It's like man, that's a shame. Yeah, but if you're doing that with hemp, like you can harvest that, you're not gonna have to do that. You're killing the wildlife. Well, you could grow hemp products for whatever the fuck you're using that lumber for. Just do and it. And you could use hemp for land reclamation. Yeah, on like mm-hmm. old mine. I was just sites. about to say that yeah. it's yeah. great for re- <clears throat> taking um, heavy metals out of the soil and like sequestering it. And also, you know the giant mountaintop removal site mm-hmm. just all this flat land just sitting there yep <clears throat> it could be just completely covered in hemp mm-hmm. and then taking that land that i mean what else can you use that for and make it useful yeah exactly <sighs> yeah makes me mad talking yeah. about it i don't really <laughs> talk about it much but yeah it's, it's kind of irritating to, to see not even like saying they should grow hemp there but like the whole deforestation and yeah all that shit just kind of irritates me like watching like the area that i grew up in and I was used to like slowly just devolve, you know, and now it's just clear fucking. Where was that that you grew up in? It's it's down like a little bit south of Clarksburg. Okay. Um, like you can see it you're driving down 79, like like right past Anmore, like the hills, like some of them are clear cut, you know. It's true. You know, you're driving um, even out, you know, 57, there's spots, you know, I think we drove up to, we, dro- we drove down to Virginia and down through, 
you know, Canaan and there before you actually get into the you know, national forest, there's spots where they're just completely clear cut, you know, along the, the highway and stuff. It's like, come on. <clears throat> it's like, and they're supposed yeah. to go in and plant afterwards, but I haven't seen a lot of that at all. Well, it's supposed to be part of the thing, like with the oil companies or anything like that. Yeah. They're supposed to, after they go through, they're supposed to clean it up and then replant. I don't see that. Mm-hmm. I don't fucking see it. But. I will say um, <laughs> that uh, the, when I went out to Washington, the first time I went was in December of this year. Mm-hmm. I'd never been out there. And that was one of the things that blew my mind was how much clear cutting happens there. Mm-hmm. There would just be um, me and my friend, we went out to the Olympic Peninsula and there's a state or national forest there, I'm not sure. There's a protected area. Mm-hmm. But before you get in there, there's just miles and miles of bare, yep. ripped up, torn up land where you can just see as far as I can see, just cut down. And then my buddy was telling me, you know, he's like, yeah, they'll plant some more trees, but that's probably barren for another like four years. Yeah. And then another four years after that, they'll cut it down again. Mm-hmm. And not considering even the geological problems that would happen. Because, mm. you know, when you uproot all those trees, the earth exactly. moves in different ways. And, like... Well, you got to think of be just the, the, the nature that's there, the, the animals. Like, you, you're cutting down, like, you know, miles and miles of land. Like, it's a lot of, you know, like, forest displaced. creatures. Yeah. There's squirrels, deer, fucking... I mean, even the, the bugs, you know, like... There's, like, ecosystems yeah. in general. Yeah. It's like you're, you're killing it all. Ecosystems can't really stabilize when yeah. every four years they're destroyed. Yeah. No. And they wonder why the deer problem is so big in West Virginia. It's like they're they're taking out so much of like, you know, the forest. And then now like I mean Bridgeport itself in town has a deer problem. Mm-hmm. You know, like they're they're pushing them into you know, these areas because they're taking away their, their natural habitat. Yeah, exactly. So you know something that you know I was raised in the, the country I enjoy it and watching it you know I like being able to sit on my porch at night and have to run inside because the coyotes are too fucking close to my house <laughs> yeah it's it's creepy yeah, the, it's, coyotes make terrible sounds but they're pussies yeah. <laughs> well it's the bob it's the bobcats fuck around there punches coyote in the face I'd fuck a coyote would you punch it's, five though <laughs> it's, the, it's the bobcats Four, that really freak five. me out they, they, they can sound, bring it they yeah. sound terrifying whenever they're out like those uh, what do mm, they sound like can you make like a noise? dying woman yeah they're they sound I, like I thought it sounded woman. like a dying like baby yeah. when, I, when I heard a bobcat. Yep. It was it's really bl- scary. Blood curdling. Yeah. Can you make the noise, anyone? No, no, no way. <laughs> it, no way. I wouldn't want to hurt no. the guy's ears okay, with an attempt. Okay, it's really you should <laughs> you should look it up online. It's yeah. okay, I'll terrifying. Yeah. It the the first time I heard that, I was I was outside. What I, the I fuck? I immediately is that? backed myself back inside and I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, oh, it's, it's a what the terrifying. fuck moment. It yeah. Was <laughs> <laughs> so, so just to lighten things up, to appease myself, and we do have a crowd for this, and I'd be willing to incriminate so, sorry, myself. Sorry if we're, we're getting a little on the heavier aspect. No, 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 no. <laughs> I feel like we've talked about a lot of valuable things. Now I, my cool. responsibility is to add non-value Sweet. to the show. That's, that's pretty much all you do. That's pretty much all I do. Um, I want to talk about, for anyone who would like to, of course, uh, their first pot-smoking experience story. Oh, man. Because those are fun. <laughs> and I got a pretty decent one. I'm and sure I can kind of lead off. I can lead off the stories if anyone yeah. would like to share. But just Good a little roundtable stoner discussion because I think that's fun. Sure. Sounds great. <laughs> um, so the first time I ever smoked pot was summer before the ninth grade, just like in Half-Baked. It was literally like the first week of the summer. And in Morgantown, we used to have these... WVAQ hosted pool parties for the kids. 
at Marilla Park, you know, they'd just be blasting pop music <laughs> and there'd be a bunch of pre-pubescent kids hanging out trying to you know hope a titty slips out oh my god you know they're there <laughs> to bump and grind you he's know, just being real that's just what doing all it. There yeah for. they're there for yeah that's what i was there for that's what my friends were there for Jesus Christ. so <laughs> so don't uh, bring jesus into this yeah yeah there's no jesus here <laughs> on anyway <laughs> so either way I was hanging out with a few kids, and they were all smoking pot for a while up to this point. I had not yet indulged. Were they older or just? We were all the same age, but they had maybe like a month of stoner seasoning on them before me. But we're all fairly new, and they they have this pot, and they're like, "Rad man, do you want to uh, maybe go burn one in the woods before we go to this pool party, bro?" And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, that sounds great. Let's do it. Now's the time. It's summertime. Getting ready to go to high school." You know, I had been drunk before I had even smoked pot. So, you know, the shit was getting real and awkward. So why not? <laughs> so we smoked this pot in the woods and just like in Half-Baked, man, people say they don't get high the first time they smoke. Well, not me. No, not us. <laughs> I feel you there. Because I was really, really high. So much so that I was like, I don't know if I can go in there. Like, it's so loud and there's so many people. And I was, you know, had one of those weird middle school relationships yeah. with the girl and she was going to meet me there. It's like, I don't even know if I can look at this girl. Now. Yeah, if you see any other titties, you might be in trouble. Oh my if God. I see a titty, if, I, if a titty slips out, I'm not going to be able to control this boner. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to preem in my Batman swimming trunks. And how do you think that's going to affect the netting? It's going to clog the netting. No. That relationship would have been done. <laughs> yeah, it was. A, well, it quickly was. Um, so we get real Everything goes good for a while until I get the phone call from my mother. Keep in mind, I'm like 14. She's like, oh, I'm out front. I'm here to pick you up. Oh. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> the worst like, possible thing. I completely forgot yeah. that I was going to have to deal with like my parents at some oh, point. Oh, yeah. They know. So <laughs> the way that Marilla pool went, you'd have to go through the locker rooms to get into the pool. Um, there was, of course, the boy side and the girl side. I'm walking out, and I look around, and I realize, oh, fuck. Am I the only dude in here? <laughs> I was baked, and I walked right into the girls' like changing room, trying to like <laughs> exit the pool party. And Honest mistake. There was this woman, <laughs> and she goes, what the fuck are you doing here? And I was like, I'm sorry, I'm not a pervert. I did, this is a huge mistake. And I ran out. <laughs> All my friends were just out there. Like they had seen what yeah. I had done and they just let it happen. They could have been like, no, 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 no. Go to the other one. Go well, to the would they be good friends if they didn't let you? No, they had like to that? let me learn oh from God. experience. <laughs> they had to let me get those comeuppance. Serves you for smoking pot. And then I had to go home listening to How my mother. How was home? I remember I ate everything. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> I was, you know, there was nothing to eat there and it was a few hours deep and I was like, oh, man, I'm just so hungry. <laughs> I think I remember taking a bag of cereal out of the box and Eating pouring. It dry? No, I oh. poured the milk into the bag of cereal. <laughs> that's no, all this is bad. No <laughs> that's pretty ridiculous. <laughs> no bowl. What kind of cereal was it? It was one of those like Quaker cereals that was just in a bag. Oh, you know yeah, what like I mean? The like the cheap bags. generic like versions. Yeah. Oh. Okay. So I just went for it. So it's like two and a half pounds of cereal. <laughs> yeah, I just went for it. I remember it was like the um, 
Captain Crunch, like cheap variation. Mm, still just good. cut the yeah. roof of my mouth up like a motherfucker. <laughs> <Yeah>. My gums <laughs> the were gums. sensitive <laughs> for weeks. But that's my first uh, smoking weed story. It's full of embarrassment and uh, cereal eating. Man, that's 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 a pretty good one. I, yeah. I feel. Um, oh, uh, since you shared, I'll, I'll share my first my first time getting high. Yeah, yeah. It's actually pretty ridiculous story. I, I don't know where the adults were when I was 13, 14 years old. <laughs> where are the parents? But they weren't, they weren't around. <laughs> um, so I'll, I'll give a little backstory. When I, was, uh, when I was in middle school, I was like a straight A student. I was like, I had a reputation to be like a good kid. I was like kind of nerdy. You know, everyone assumed like I was the kid who would never do anything bad. You were the narc, Aaron. I was. A lot of people assumed that. A lot of I was friends with a lot of skater kids who liked CKY and Jackass. Yeah. And, <laughs> you know, their older brothers or sisters were like smoking pot and doing other drugs and like they're real in the black flag. Oh yeah. <laughs> it was. Uh, and you know, they hung out with me, and I don't really know how I ended up hanging out with those guys, but like. That's kind of like the random normal kid in like the misfit group. Mm. But um, we would all get together and I had drink, I drank alcohol a few times. Uh, as you said, this was the summer between my eighth and ninth grade year. So I was leaving right around school, the same time, going yeah. into high school. And uh, we had started to like, you know, during the summertime, we'd all go camping, which meant getting pissed drunk in a field and, you know, Trying. Passing out outside. Yeah, like literally on the yard, like just passed out outside. No sleeping bag or anything, no tent. But, you know, we were kids. We survived. Right, right. <laughs> You're here you. now. Yeah. And uh, so we went over to my friend's house. Um, I did not know this at the time, but he was our town's biggest meth dealer, his dad. And <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Twist. Yeah. I mean, he, I mean, he seemed to be like a fairly okay parent, you know, from a... 14-year-old kid, but uh, later got arrested for dealing meth. It's like a Breaking Bad situation. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But yeah, so we were over there at this dude's house, and his son, or like my friend Jared was my age. He was like 14, and his older brother was visiting from California. And so he had brought some what he called chronic back from (laughs) California. (laughs) This is the chronic iced tea, son. And he was just like making fun of us. He was like, oh, look at you stupid little kids. I bet you've never even smoked pot. We're like, no, like, where are we going to get that from? Yeah, he's kind of a douche, but, you know. (laughs) Could you even buy weed, bro? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's like, probably not. Who sells weed to a kid? (laughs) Right. Well, this dude I could ask my bus driver. (laughs) Yeah. But no, so he like, is like, all right. And like, I'm going to give you guys some weed. You know, I'm going out, have fun. So he just left a little bit of weed. And then um, there was like, oh man, it's like three other dudes with me. And um, they're like, oh man, Aaron, you gonna, you gonna smoke this weed? I bet you won't. And I was like, nah, I don't wanna do drugs. Drugs are bad. I'm gonna drink this beer, this delicious natural ice beer. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, natural ice. Yeah. Oh man. Savage. Yeah. I mean, those when you're 14, you got to take what you can get. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, the fake IDs don't Milwaukee's work when you're that. beast oh, ice. Yeah, lots of that. <laughs> um, oh, so many bad beers. But um, so they all start smoking. They made a little 
uh, you know, your traditional tin, uh, pop can pop bowl. can bowl. Nice. I start smoking. They pass it around once, and every time they'd be like, "You want to hit this?" And I was just like, "No." And they start all getting stoned, laughing, saying a bunch of crazy shit. And I'm like, "Man, they look like they're having way more fun than I am. <laughs> this beer fucking sucks." Like, I just feel like shit. It tastes you never, bad. You never enjoy beer or drinking when you first get started. You're just Especially there for the, natural you're there for ice. the effect. Yeah. You're, you're just trying to get those few down. Yeah. So then, like, the second time it goes around, it comes back. This is, like, the third rotation, actually. I'm like, all right, let me hit that. And everyone just stops. They're like, what? You're, you're going <laughs> to hit this? And they're like, oh, shit, he's going to smoke. He's going to smoke. And they just like, hold on. And it's packed me a whole ball. And they're like, just smoke this whole thing by yourself. We want you to get you like high. We want to make sure you feel it. Because they were like, oh, you might not get high your first time. You know, Some people don't. I was they like, wanted to bake you. Yeah. Bake you out. And I was like, all right, that's cool. And I was just sitting there ripping on it. And the first thing I thought was like, man, like, wow, this shit's like, tastes like, I don't know. For me, like, I've always enjoyed the taste i was mm. like wow this is tastes better than beer like i'm coughing but you know i don't know and i didn't really feel anything at first so i like smoked that entire bowl and then they like pack another one we're like all right well we're just gonna get you in on rotation on this so i hit it like a third time fourth time fifth time and then out of nowhere it just hit me and i started like <laughs> tripping balls high like like the walls are kind (laughs) of wavy and i felt like my vision was like watery like i was looking at everything behind a waterfall what was in there i honestly just think i was really stoned for the first Uh, time i don't i was just glossy as shit (laughs) yeah i I don't think it was like laced or anything nothing super weird happened other than so we finished that was like the last of it and so (laughs) we finished smoking they're like oh my god we gotta we gotta raid the kitchen so everyone like gets up and goes to the kitchen and I'm like sitting there I'm just like holy shit I can't like can't stand up Mm. my like legs just aren't working so logically I decide to crawl into the kitchen (laughs) and so I'm like army crawling arm over arm like saving private Ryan style what was in there what was in there that you were going for you didn't know but you were gonna find out yeah exactly I mean we get in there and like his his mom or somebody had just went to this Walmart and gotten like the 36 pack of like honey buns and like, Oh, Jesus. oh, oh yeah, man. So like, <laughs> Dear God, because I couldn't stand up, I crawled to under the kitchen table, was holding on to the table and reaching up into the box of honey buns and just taking them <laughs> under the table, like some sort of like stoned troll, just it's fucking amazing. Taking the, the little children, honey buns and devouring them under the table and my friends are just cracking up they're just like holy shit man you're really high like, <laughs> damn maybe we shouldn't have made you smoke that whole bowl i'm like no it's great i love it like <laughs> just just give me more honey buns and i'm just sitting there covered in glaze in a pile of wrappers and then they're like dude you gotta like you should just go to bed i'm like yeah i really should so um this part is actually one of my favorite parts i kind of have forgotten the story i haven't thought about this in a long time but uh i um, they told me, like, all right, you can pass out. Or my friend Jared's like, you can pass out my little brother's room. So he, like, shows me where it is. I, like, can kind of get up now. I'm, like, stumbling in there. And I look, and it's a fucking car bed, like, <laughs> off of um, the car um, bed from uh, Grandma's Boy. Grandma's oh, boy. Yeah. wow. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, like, the same thing. Like, I didn't, even at 14. It's a I'd, pretty sweet car bed. It was. <laughs> and 
I just crawled into this thing and like even at 14, my feet are like hanging off the end. I'm just like, whatever, this is great. I'm just going to pass out. So I wake up the next morning at like 9 a.m. to his little brother screaming, who the fuck is in my bed? And like this kid's like nine years old, literally said fuck. It was it was a rough family. <laughs> but like, yeah, so I'm like, oh, dude, I'm, I'm sorry. I I guess, yeah, I should have figured you'd be coming back. So I'm like, I'm just leaving. So I like went and got my buddy Steve, who lived right next door. So we went back to his house, and I was supposed to be staying the night with him. And his mom was like, oh, did you guys stay here last night? And we we're like, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. All uh, hungover can, yeah, from honey buns. <laughs> yeah, can, can you take Aaron home? And then she's like, yeah, sure. So, man, I got home, and I swear, I was high for like three fucking days after Dude, that. I felt like I was high for a whole day. Yeah. Like uh, that whole pool party, the whole night, and even woke up in the morning yeah. feeling a little funny. But uh, after that, I really didn't smoke again for like a month or two, maybe three. I was just like, man, that shit's strong. <clears throat> I liked it a lot better than beer. But then after that, I just didn't. I was a little go scared so of it hard. too. Yeah. yeah, I didn't go hard out of the gate. Yeah, <laughs> but that was my first experience. Good deal. Good deal. Good way. Good way to wrap it up. Is there anything else you would want to? Anything else you want to plug? Let everyone know where you could they could find your stuff. Um. So yeah. Um. Uh, Mountain People's Co-op. Uh, has all of my stuff in stock except for like the smokables. Uh, cool Ridge in Morgantown has the tinctures and the smokables. And Phoenix Bakery also carries the uh, tinctures and salves. That's like skin cream, good for joints, that kind of stuff. Um, website will be up soon, hopefully by sometime mid April. Um, and what's that address? www.earth, like the planet. www. <laughs> Sorry. Oh. I'm sorry, I, I might have, I might have, I might have messed that up. You know, reliving those those glory days of getting stoned, kind of, kind of getting a flashback here. Right. But no, it's www.earthlove. Wait, you're you're. Am I am I saying something wrong, Cecily? I, I, I thought you only said two W's. I'm sorry. It doesn't matter. Oh, okay. It's it earthlovecbd.com. The W's don't matter any, <laughs> anymore. Yeah, anymore. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, awesome. um, yeah, uh, if anyone out there is interested in trying them, I hope that you do and it helps you. And if not, you know, you won't be spinning an arm and a leg. So, hell yeah, man. Thank you so much for coming on yeah, today. Thank, thank you guys care. for having me. Had a great mm-hmm. time. We this is a, a lot of fun. Time. A lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> See what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> Cuts